1: Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Here it comes. Yes. The Mexican Express. The Mexican Express. Headed to Tejas. Headed to our border. Oh, no. This is this uh, Ferromex train that's uh, loaded down. A train loaded down with Mexicans. Well, all kinds of people from all around the world. Right. And they're coming. At, well, they're, they're, you know what they're doing? They're invading the United States of America. Yeah, yeah. they
2: are. They sort of are. Yeah. And we're letting them and uh-huh. encouraging them.
1: Correct. <laughs> Not only letting them, but telling them, come on, we want you to surge here. You yeah,
2: know? absolutely.
1: And if the Texas governor tries to stop it with little floaty things in the river, he, he gets sued. And yeah. if Arizona's governor tries, well, she wouldn't do anything now, but the previous Arizona governor, built a wall with tankers and uh trying to keep them out they were also sued by this government but there there's the video of the train and it's loaded down i mean max there's no roof on these uh box cars everybody's just sitting in these so it's a
2: train coming up
1: across the border Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. and just I mean stuffed with people. Stuffed with thousands.
2: That's great. Come
1: here and take a look at this. <laughs> I just want you to see it so you can uh, know exactly what I'm talking about here. But it's we're talking about thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people in these That's box right. cars, these topless boxcars, so they're not inside of a boxcar dying, right? Right. It's open air, and yeah. they're dancing and singing and cheering and chanting. And instead of militarizing the border, which... We're doing in Ukraine, but not our own border. (laughs) Instead of militarizing the border and stopping them, it's just why. Come on in, baby. You're free to to come on in. Well, that's
2: been the plan for two years, over two years now. we got 7 million, we estimate. That's the the estimation that that have come into this country. 7 million people. Yep. Which means it's got to be more than that. Yep. Uh, That's just the number that we suspect and that we have people that we've encountered. But how many people have we not encountered? I mean, uh, it's an invasion. We've lost territory. That's right. we have lost territory in this country to to foreign invaders that's right and and they're being aided and and traffickers and and murderers and all rapists and all the other crap and they're being aided and abetted by our own government that's right.
1: You wow. got it. Yeah, and so the deal is, uh, you know, just digging into a couple of uh, facts about this. First first of all, I believe in militarizing our border. Uh, the, the military is to protect our borders and protect us from an invasion. That's what the military oh, is supposed yeah. to do, right? So put them down there, use the tanks, use the aeroplanes we pay for, use the drones and all that stuff, right. and let's stop this crap and let's stop it right now. Use the United States military to stop it. The other thing is what we're finding out, Sean, is that in these various towns up and down the border, there are more illegal aliens living in those towns now than there are law-abiding U.S. citizens who are residents there.
2: Well, you know, as goes the local hospital, goes the town. Because right. The hospitals
1: now, for a while,
2: have had more illegals in their rooms than, and in the maternity wards than anybody else who's That's a right. citizen. So, sure, it's only a matter of time before they're outnumbering the citizens in any, one of the, any manner of these, or all manner of these towns. They're not big towns to begin with. Right. I haven't been down there, but, I mean, I, 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 we hear from, from them all the time yep. that our town has been swamped. We can't go out of doors anymore in our little town that we've lived in for generations.
1: And they're paying $50 a pop for a ride to San Antonio. Excellent. And they are increasing their numbers in San Antonio. This is called, and Tucker started talking about this years ago, and everybody, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. It's not real. It's not going to. It's called replacement uh, theory, replacement theory, where people are brought in from around the globe to replace the numbers of U.S. citizens. So there will be more of them than there are U.S. citizens, and they will be dependent on the government.
2: Well, and the idea is that as long as they're depend- dependent on the government, they'll vote for the government, correct. right? Correct. That is correct. I, I hope, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. That is true. To a certain extent, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, so uh, replacement theory, well, yeah, it kind of seems what it, – it's the only explanation that makes sense as to why they're doing what they're doing. Because what they're doing is very, is quite soulless. I mean, the, the human wreckage that is trailing behind this stuff, not only that American citizens have to endure, but the people coming over have to endure. Sure, absolutely. We're working in partnership with the freaking traffickers and cartels. Yeah. But it's all about voting blocks. It's all about changing the political dynamic
1: of this country. That's all it is. This administration is the largest human trafficker on planet Earth right
2: now. Full stop.
1: They are. And the New York Times wrote a piece over the weekend. Illegal immigration drives exploitative uh, underground economy. And what they're talking about is how these kids are coming and these kids are having to like go in the subway in New York and they're selling candy in there just to make a few bucks for their family. Right. Right. So this exploitative uh, economy, shadow economy involving these illegal aliens is blowing up in our country. It's one of the biggest things going on in our country. But what they don't talk about is all the illegal stuff that's going on, like the sex sex, uh, slave stuff that's going on. And basically what's happening now, just as they did in the 16, 17, 1800s in this country, the Democrat Party is once again importing slaves into the United States. Well, yeah, if you're so up you know, against slavery
2: and you're a big reparations head and all that, why are you cool with this? Yeah. You're, you're, you're supporting active slavery in the year 2023, you fools. That's exactly what's you going know? on. I mean, it's so pathetic.
1: Instead of the slaves coming over in ships from Africa, they're coming on a train. And by the way, many of these people on this train right here that I'm looking at are from Africa.
2: Wow! Yeah, and they're from
1: Haiti, and they're from uh, all these other books. But the Democrat Party under Joe Biden and Barack Obama, I believe, are importing slaves into the country.
2: Well, they are, and they're not going to stop until we have some sort of dramatic shift in our leadership, which may or may not happen. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what's a fix and what isn't anymore at this point. I don't know. You know, I mean, if obviously you're talking about the numbers over the weekend, if it was a fair election. This would be Donald Trump's all the way, big time, man. But it ain't going to happen. Yeah. So I, you know, I it's it's a horrible situation that a lot of people support. That's right, they do support <laughs> it. You know,
1: and Ken Paxton was not guilty.
2: No, no, that's a lot of fun TV watching for nothing. <laughs> well, I, mean, I didn't watch any of it. I mean, Spectrum did tw- round the clock coverage of it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. uh, uh, you know, if if there have been anything to it. You're not telling me they would—well, they've got to be unanimous, right? Isn't that how it works? You've got to be unanimous on all the letters of impeachment, on all the charges. I think there were 16 altogether or whatever, and they couldn't prove any of them beyond the shadow of a doubt. The voting was roughly about the same uh, through every article. So, you know, nope. what, what do you want— you know, I'm sure they're they're saying, well, because it's a conservative uh, state Senate that, you know, they're just letting him skate. I don't want to hear you people talking about anybody skating Yeah. Right. when you're letting people skate every single day uh, out of the Oval Office. Well, they're doing coke in the West Wing, right. and you're going to talk about, you know, getting back. Yeah,
1: well, uh, you know... Uh uh, and, and Lieutenant uh, Governor Dan Patrick, who presided over the hearings in the Senate, he, he was very clear. You know, he laid this at Dade Phelan, the Speaker of the House. He laid it at his feet. So he pushed this through without any evidence, which is true. Right. I did watch a lot of it. I didn't watch it all, but I did watch a lot of it. And they didn't have any evidence when they presented it. Right. But here's the difference. This is, And I I learned this earlier this morning because this, this was the big question. Did uh, Ken Paxton fire these people who were, you know, pulling off this coup of his office and yes he did that's that's the difference between him and say uh donald trump donald trump didn't fire those people and they stayed in office and they worked right. against him you know under the right. under the water line ken paxton fired these people and when he was acquitted on saturday he said to the biden administration buckle up i'm coming after you <laughs> why well, i'm sure he will buckle up he's baby. already
2: sued them on a number of occasions don't it, most of it border stop yeah buddy you know that's why they hate his guts that's, that's the, why they want to get rid of him
1: well biden i i believe biden weaponized the house here along with the bushes by the way i think the bushes and biden were involved in this because remember george p wanted that job yeah and he didn't well, get it
2: that's your good old boy uh, network there yeah, here right. texas side but uh you know you didn't get him sorry it didn't work out for you yeah <laughs> he's going to go back to being ken paxton and you guys are going to go back to lying your asses off about the current president and his son and all the crap that 's going on around those people, so I you know it 's it's, it's, it's deeply hypocritical at best the sure. The reactions they 're giving to to Paxton
1: well, the railroad against Paxton ended on Saturday. This other railroad is bringing more and more illegals into the, <laughs> into Texas. All right, quick break more word Ryman coming up over at uh, Amagee Bank. I, I heard from David McGee this morning as a matter of fact, really good friend, outstanding banker. They understand what it 's like. Uh, to, to run a family and to run a family business, and so they're here to help you with both. And right now, because of the way interest rates are, your money can be making money for you even while you sleep. And that's a great thing. And your friends at Amity Bank will show you how that can be done. We've been a a customer of theirs uh, for many, many years now. I believe in who they are, and I believe in what they do for families. Whether it's just simple accounts that you're looking for, maybe you're looking for some some, uh, accounts for a kiddo who may be going to college for the first time and you want them to have a debit card, whatever. Whatever it is, they can help you with any of that kind of stuff, protecting your family finances and helping them grow. That's what they're about over at Amogee. And then when it comes to family-run businesses, they understand family-run business. They know how to take a, a product to the market, how to market that product and start making money with it. And with $12 billion, more than $12 billion in assets, they're strong, they're reliable, they're firm, and they'll be there to help your family-run business become the success you want it to be at Amogee Bank. Just log on or Check them out. Go to any of their branch locations. They've got more than 80 uh, branch locations around this area. That's N A, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Sunny at 95 today. Right now, it's 71. KTSa. Good morning. We are working to weather station. News Talk 550 KTSa and FM 1071. 721. Where
2: at Reina KTSa. Well, oh, let's just double back here for a second. Cause I, I, okay. I, this Christy Noam stuff. We we're talking about that. Yeah. Because I didn't know much about this. Right. So what are we hearing now that she...
1: Well, in the news, um, you know, this weekend, there were some reports that were coming out that she and Corey Lewandowski are uh, together and, uh, you know, people saying stuff about... And this was on Fox and it was in uh, Daily Mail and a couple of other places that I saw over the weekend that, uh, you know, they'd been at like uh, Mar-a-Lago and she'd been sitting on his lap in Mar-a-Lago. Now, her, her husband left... The governor's mansion, apparently, according to these media reports, a couple years ago, so they're, they're still separated. married. They're, yeah, oh, well, apparently. Uh, I, I, see, I don't know much, so I, I, I'm very careful about this because I don't want to engage in gossip either. But w- when I get off the air, I'm going to call her and ask her. If it's true.
0: <laughs> Spill the tea, Trey. Spill uh? the tea. Spill, the, Spill tea. the tea. Just because it's your girlfriend. Uh-huh.
1: What does that mean? The teas. What are you talking I- about the teas? Tea. Tea, like Never tea mind. leaves. I, oh, I, uh, oh, 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 Well, if that's she's vas-
2: separated, so what? Well, I mean, if she's separated, right? right then you know, uh, who, who cares? That she, they, she's not like sneaking around. Well, and, you know, with the pretense the things, that her marriage is working. Well,
1: that's right, and that's one of the things that the deal said in the uh, uh, in the paper too was that. They're pretty open about it. She's down there at Mar-a-Lago, sitting on his lap in a in a in an open like bar area, and they're talking and they're laughing and all. Right, you know. She wouldn't be doing that if this was a uh, going down the lane
2: kind of a situation.
1: Well, she doesn't, <laughs> and, and she doesn't seem like the type of person that she would be fooling around unless she was separated. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. She number one, she's not dumb, right? Right. And, and number two, she just seems like she's got better morals than to be. Panky-panky well, yeah. panking around unless she truly is separated. And so. if
2: you're separated, it's all good, man, because uh, you separated. That's I, right. I, I had a girlfriend when I was separated.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. Hundred so, years ago. Uh, but, uh,
2: well, the other thing too, just uh, if I could t- toss it in. Yeah. Russell Brand has always annoy me. Annoyed me. He still annoys me. He's yeah, he's in the news now too because of some stuff. A sixteen year old's a girl woman is saying that when she was sixteen. When he was at the height of his fame, that he was, you know, abusing her, was in a relationship with her, blah blah blah. I guess four other, what, four other women have come out now, or something like that. Yeah,
1: something like four total is what I saw.
2: He, he did a video, I guess, uh, talking about it or something like that. I, I, Russell Brand, you know, he annoys the crap out of me, and he's always annoyed me. People really started to like him because he started sounding more libertarian, conservative, or whatever. <laughs> But I, he's just that guy has always annoyed me. So I, I don't have any idea whether this stuff is true or not because he's another one like Bill Maher, who I think is genuine, uh, that when you're of that community and you go against the orthodoxy, man, they hate your freaking guts and they hate his guts right now. So I don't know. This stuff's coming out now when he's kind of enjoying this resurgence. So I, I don't know.
1: I just know he annoys me.
2: <laughs> he annoys the crap out of me. He always well, has. That.
1: That's pretty much what I said this morning, without the annoyance part, because I could care. I could take him or leave him. I don't pay that much attention to him. I, what happened was uh, Jimmy. I didn't know anything really about him other than he was an actor and all that well, kind he's of stuff. we talked about right. him before. Right, I mean, he's, right, done, right. he's been talking about. Well, lot Jimmy turned him on to me. Uh, you know, right. uh, last year, right. And so I watched a few of his podcasts, and uh, he seemed like he was pretty darn libertarian. And this morning I did say, yeah, it's kind of like the kind of like Marr, you know, where where Marr has become... No, here's what's happened. The, the left has become so crazy that these guys now appear like they're libertarians or more conservative because all the other left have gone oh, so right. crazy to the left that's left these guys here more like in the center. I have, and I can see, just based on some of the podcasts that I've watched, where they would want to cancel this guy because he's taken oh, a lot of them sure. to task he but really stand
2: you know just a handful of years ago he was arguing for free rent for people sure. you know i mean sure. so he's, he's a liberal guy russell brand strikes me more as the kind of guy that's saying this stuff because it gets him more well, attention mar doesn't sound unlike mar mar i think he is speaking he he he's been saying this kind of thing for a long time it's just he was so liberal that it didn't you didn't really take notice of it but he's, you know, it, it feels more like a natural progression for Marr than Russell Brand. Uh, you know, that guy just, yep. yeah, he just never shuts up, man. He just, he's always talking. That <laughs> stupid accent. I get
1: sick of him. He annoys the crap out of me. Just settle down,
2: man. So I don't know what's real or what's not. Yeah. But you know, there's my thoughts on Russell Brand.
1: Well, and he said it's not true that they were, you know, they were all consensual relationships and all that kind of stuff. I have no idea. I don't know, like you know a lot about him because you have obviously seen I don't him know a, a lot about him. I yeah. just know he annoys the crap out of me. And uh, and and uh, you know he was made to Katy, Katy Perry for about ten minutes or fifteen minutes or something yeah, like that. A long yeah, yeah.
2: She did a made a movie about it. Right.
1: And he, <laughs> and he made some uh, comments about Rod Stewart's daughter one time. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. I don't All this kind of stuff. Is. So
1: I mean, you know who who knows what the truth of the matter is i do know that he put out a video on friday trying to get out in front of it he, yeah. he took it that seriously so
2: well you know again I, with with a guy like that I don't, I don't know what's real or what's memorex i really don't you know because again you go back a few years he was a very liberal guy and it, it mar was kind of the first one who really started wandering off the political plantation And I think some of these other folks, you know, and maybe Russell Brand falls into this column, are kind of following that lead. You know, it's not like people were paying a lot of attention to Russell Brand prior to this new way of, of, you know, thinking about things. So they're celebrities. You always got to kind (laughs) of figure in the fame hogness. Right or the the sure. need for attention, so uh, I don't know. Yeah. He, he's annoying. <laughs> That's all I know is that the man annoys the crap out of me. I don't care what he's saying; he's just annoying. <laughs> well, it was a big
1: story over the weekend. A lot of people were talking about it.
2: So. Yes, it w Yes, they were. Yeah. So, so uh, let's see. The only other uh, celebrity news story is Drew Barrymore. I guess is not going to have her. Sh- she's not. She, she's taking ownership of her third try at bat here with this whole sitch. And so the show's not going to go on because she got yelled at by a lot of people, and they called her a meanie head and a scab. Milano yelled Alyssa Milano yells at you. If Alyssa Milano yells at yeah. you, yeah. do any of these people realize how freaking ridic- ridiculous they no. are? Just ridiculous people, man. No, they don't.
0: You know, no, no.
2: first she apologizes, then she owns it. Now, you know, there's such. Mar said again. I'll go back to Bill Mar. Mar said, I, "I want all the people that work on my show who aren't writers to go back to work so they can get a paycheck." Yeah, the writers are, are just kind of commandeering this whole situation. But you have all you have all these other people who work on these shows yeah. that suddenly don't have a gig.
1: Yeah. So. All right, 728, more wear and rhyme coming up. You know, BG products for your vehicle are great. They really have been tested now in the marketplace for decades, and the scientific data is there. What do they do? Well, it helps support the oil that's in the engine of your car to give you maximum protection so you don't have to worry about friction, heat building up, wear and tear, and then ultimately an engine breakdown. Uh, that's going to cost you thousands of dollars. And so with a few pennies, you're able to protect your very large investment in your vehicle. A very important investment too, your vehicle with BG products. Anytime you have the oil change, you just ask the guy who changes the oil to do the BG service. And what they do is they put the MOA inside the engine and that gives you the protection Maximum lubricity inside the engine. Then they'll do a 44K, uh, which is what they call the product that's their fuel system cleaner. Cleans the entire fuel system from the lines through the injectors to the top of the engine where you've got the valves and it gets all that black junk off of the valves and everything else. they got all that for you wherever you have your oil changed. If you'd like to find out more about these wonderful BG products and where you can get them, just log on to their website, bgfindashop.com.
0: Is your AC working, but the house is still uncomfortable?
1: Play KTSA. We are wearing Ryman. So something really weird is going on here, man. It's just, nah, I, look, I was born this morning, but it was at 3 a.m., so I've got a little experience. This F-35 stealth jet fight, the jet is missing. And um, for a F-35, which is, well, our latest cream of the crop jet fighter, that is a stealth jet fighter to just go missing – Nah, you ain't selling that one to me. You're going to have to go somewhere else. Now, there's a lot of people listening right now who are military men and right. who know more that, about this stuff than I'll ever know in my entire life. They've right. forgotten more than I'll ever know, and I admit that. But come on. Th- w- what we're told right now, as of right now, the story goes, the pilot is over there by Charleston, South Carolina. Right. And he bails. And there's no plane crash. It's in zombie mode, which means it's flying itself. Right. (laughs) Um, So uh, without a crash, without a wreckage, you're going to tell me that there's an F-35. I mean, look, your phone, if you're if you lose your phone, you can ping your phone and find it. It's called find my phone. Right.
2: They can't find a military grade Jet airplane? Uh, The best fighter we have. The (laughs) F-35. Seems to me you'd be able to track something like that. (laughs) I'm not a military guy or an aviator, but it seems to me that, you know.
1: Every airplane everywhere, except for the little home-built things that, you know, stay local and just fly around their local little airports, they all all—they're emitting a signal. You got transponders. I was going to say, don't they have like a transponder? Yes, that, yes, yes. You know, that's that's how you follow them on radar. So what what they're trying to have us believe, and I ain't buying it right now. I ain't buying. Now we may find some wreckage right. today, but I'm not buying it right now. Some, so, so <laughs> This thing could be in China, as far as I know, and they're taking it apart <laughs> bit by
2: bit. I was going to say, either aliens or China got it. You know what I mean?
1: They're taking it apart. Look and at they don't want to say it. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. This is really like a weird deal that's going on here. He ejected over South Carolina and the airplane. there's now saying was in zombie mode, flying itself, and no evidence that there's been a crash. And they want us to believe <laughs> that they can't ping this thing. There's no transponder signal. Uh, I'm sure these these jet fighters, you know, at a billion a copy. I'm sure that they have all they're emitting all kinds of things, right? Well, right.
2: What do they say? Well, it's a stealth bomber, so we can't find it because it's crazy. stealthy.
1: That's crazy. And why would the guy jump out in the first place? Well, I don't know. I, we, they haven't said why he why he got that's the, that's the point. Because if he jumped
2: out, and the plane kept flying, and man, it was a perfectly operational plane. That's something. Somebody so bail, on,
1: right? What the hell? Well, then at the same see, <laughs> there you go. That doesn't make any sense? That was my thought. What the hell? And, and then yesterday. Yeah, you know, see, this is where all these people this whole I don't trust these Biden people, okay? I don't, I don't trust, trust them. Him, yeah. I think they're owned, bought, paid for by China, right? Yeah. And so I don't trust them. So yesterday we've got this B twenty one raider, that's what it's called, and it's the latest greatest nuclear bomber, right? <laughs> And it's also stealth, okay? right. which means it's, it looks like a, they're the ones that look like the flying bat wing. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. yeah. And it's got the angles and stuff that you know will deflect radar, and you can fly through radar patterns, and a radar will right. detect you. Then you can drop your nuke and get out of the way, right? They're the coolest looking thing, and you can't really hear them when they fly. I don't know how they suppress the noise, but it's right. like, Grr! you don't hear any of that. So anyway, um, we have this new one. It's $700 million a copy. And it's supposed to be top secret. (laughs) Well, they roll it out of the hangar, shoot a bunch of pictures, and publish it all over the internet. You can go on the internet right now that
2: they were showing it off.
1: You can go on the internet right now and see it. (laughs) Oh, here it is! This top secret stealth bomber of ours, latest greatest, seven hundred million a copy, and it's all over the internet now.
2: Well, the only reason you'd really do that is because you want people to buy it. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe that's a commercial for bad guys to buy one of our planes. I don't know.
1: It seems like an odd thing to do. Or you want the enemy to know what we have.
2: Yeah, well, either way, you're helping the enemy. I mean, it's these are two odd stories <laughs> when you put them together. They're really strange. You know, so I, I mean, I, I do believe our government is compromised by China. Yes, sir. I believe elements of our government worked with China to release a pandemic on the world for yep. economic and political reasons. Yep. Sure. So maybe China is reverse engineering the jet we just handed over to them. And, you know, the, with the stealth fighter, you can just show it off and people know you got it. So, hey, yeah. what do I got to do to get one of those?
1: I mean, roll that out and show it to China so they can see it and they, or whoever, you know, China, Russia. I don't know. Uh, but the same is true of this F-35, something really uh, weird going on. Um, up in the Senate. Uh John Fetterman can now look like crap. He can look like a hobo. He can look like, you know, a 17 year old, 16 year old kid that wants to go down to the basketball court at the school and shoot hoops because that's how he dresses every day. And Chuck Schumer said yesterday that's fine. You can wear, as a senator, you can wear whatever you want, nothing at all. I don't care. You can look like trash. You can come in here doing that. But the people who come visit us, <laughs> if John Q. Public shows yeah. up, you got to put on a coat and tie.
2: Well, it's a little story that kind of reveals a lot, doesn't it? Yes, First it does. off, the country's going to hell, and this is what they're having votes on. So Fetterman can wear his hoodie. Fetterman, who shouldn't be in office. Right. I don't know who any. There's, is there any I mean, I know they're saying that he's fine, but come on, we know he's not. No, he's not. The fact that he wears a freaking hoodie to the Senate floor tells you that the man's not, you know, capable of doing the gag. Basketball shorts and shoes with holes in them. Yeah, no sign, man. And, no uh, and, and if you or I go, we gotta have the suit and tie. You have to put on a suit well, and tie. Well, that's the swamp for you, man.
1: <laughs> you know what it is? And, and we talk about this a lot. It's the, you know, how we talk about how they're, they're collapsing the middle class, and there's a lot of evidence to that, where you got the serfs and the elites. So the elites, they don't have to follow any rules. Rules for the not for me, right? So the elites don't have to follow any rules, but the serfs sure do. Well, absolutely, and that's a perfect example
2: of it and i'm sure he's also maybe they're thinking this will give john some street cred you know with the people who are out there wearing hoodies look he's just like us but really he's just not he's barely there mentally so yeah apart from the course of course you know you and I, i gotta make sure we're dressed up they did this whole thing for fetterman your tax dollars one way or the other just went to senate activity to make sure john fetterman uh, can wear his freaking hoodie on the Senate on the Senate floor. That that's what they're that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's what your public servants are are using your money to do right now. What, what he
1: had been doing because he refused, he was wearing a basketball shorts and the tennis shoes. that look like crap. They're all worn out. They're not even new Nikes, you know. Uh, but he would go stand in the doorway to cast his vote, so he wouldn't actually yes. come into the Senate floor, right? Uh, because we had to. We have rules of decorum. You know, well, we're, su- yeah. we're supposed to be that, and these it's people. It's supposed to be a serious yes, venture when you step out on the Senate floor, and you're an example, and all those kind of things. And uh, so he would stand in the doorway in his hoodie, in his crappy old basketball shorts, and cast his vote, and then go, then leave. You know, instead of coming in. But you know they got they got to do they're going to have procedural votes they're probably going to have uh, oh more than likely an impeachment hearing you know and all. so he's got to get down on the floor eventually he's going to have to go in there you have the State of the Union coming up in January so you got all kinds of stuff that he's going to have to be present for and guess what he can wear whatever he wants to wear
2: he's a public servant who receives a salary from the people to do the business of the people and he can't put on a freaking tie that's right. That's exactly You'd right. You'd have somebody do it for him. Yeah. You know, he did not have to tie it himself. Right. You know, it's just it's stupid. It's just it's pathetic and it's embarrassing.
1: It it is a commentary yeah. on, on Washington right now well, as yeah, It kinda absolutely. says it all. Well it, it does. Yeah. You know,
2: hey, I want to wear my hoodie on the Senate floor, so that's what I'm gonna do. And we're gonna we're gonna change the rules so I can wear a freaking hoodie on the Senate floor.
1: And again, to repeat ourselves, the worst part of it is rules for thee but not for me. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean that's a part that God me. Yeah. If
2: you're going to go in that direction, then it's got to be true for everybody. That's right. But if the the little people show up, you better be scrubbed and wearing a tie and That's looking right. good. That's right. Because you've right. got to respect the dignity of this chamber. <laughs> 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 really? Exactly. When are you guys going to start doing that?
1: <laughs> Quick break. More Wearing rhyming coming up. Uh, Lifestyles Unlimited. Financial Freedom. Livestream.com. That's where you go, financialfreedomlivestream.com. When you go over there, you're going to find, well, first of all, use my name where as your promo code because you get uh, two years membership with Lifestyles Unlimited for less than half a year when you use my name. But that's where you're going to find the instruction, the mentors, the group that are going to teach you how to invest in real estate, identifying the properties that are right for you, putting together your financing so you can pay for it, how you fix these up, and then how you sell these properties for a profit and roll them into your next big deal and deal and deal on down the road until you're ready to retire if that's what you want to do. I mean, if you're just looking to make some money on the side uh, for retirement or you're looking to make some money on the side for whatever, uh, this is a great way of doing it. Or if you're looking to replace your current income, I know a lot of people have done that. I know people that have retired in just a couple of years. Now, I'm not trying to tell you that's what's going to happen to you because you've got to work. This is not some easy get-rich-quick thing, because you and I both know that doesn't exist. But if you'll use, if you'll employ the principles that they teach you, you can get serious about having some passive streams of income that are real difference makers lifestyles unlimited financialfreedomlivestream.com promo code where, w-a-r-e hi danny Bose here from southwest metal roofing systems and by this time i think this time next week sean i think our high is probably in the 80s so thank you jesus yeah it'll be a noticeable difference been a
2: long damn summer Yes, <laughs> it been a long damn summer <laughs> what is it it's uh, the 18th of september god that's hard to believe isn't it crazy we're just cruising through september man it's Constitution Day. Remember that thing? Mm-hmm. Remember that thingy I the Constitution that we used to uh, you know, wrap our whole way of life around? And now it's uh, you know, you got a whole bunch of people who are just kind of wiping their butts with it. <laughs> Obama Sorry. said it was a piece of paper. Yeah, it's the piece of paper. It's yeah. outdated. Those mm-hmm. old white guys mm-hmm. didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. It's first love day. First love. The first person you fell in love with. Do you remember that person? Mm-hmm. You talk about it on the air.
1: Um uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, somebody from a long, long time ago in elementary school. Elementary school. Thought I was just. I thought I was gonna. I thought that was the one. And then I met the real one in high school.
2: Well, see, see, <laughs> uh, you see, you didn't mess around. Uh-uh. Uh, I was in love with a girl named Shannon Becker for uh, several. I met her in fifth grade, and I still had a crush on her all the way up through eleventh grade. Really? She never would go out with me. Oh yeah. And that's fine uh but uh we're still friends yeah. <laughs> Oh, are you? decades
1: later oh <laughs> great good you you were able to maintain that relationship well yeah.
2: and I immortalized her in a poem so you know but yeah uh, the first one was that was that chick named Shannon but but uh, no tattoo who her yeah oh I don't even know uh, if she's got tattoos no you
1: oh no we you, never hooked up no you, I you never went out immortalized her. her in a poem but no tattoo no well yeah. I, they
2: only get a tattoo if we actually hook up oh you know, okay all right. You may get a poem if I pass by in the mall. <laughs> but you're not getting a tattoo unless, unless we actually we're doing are, it.
1: you know, involved. We're doing it. That's right. Okay.
2: So, uh, let's see. It's National Ceiling Fan Day. Okay. Those evil, earth-killing ceiling fans. <laughs> That's right.
1: Oh, uh, listen, Biden wants them out of your house. He's already said. Got to get rid of them. Got to get rid of them. They're killing the, killing the planet. What,
2: what dope-smoking communist was sitting around looking at their ceiling fan going, you know, I bet I could get those banned... For killing the earth.
1: Well, you know, it's not your daddy's dope anymore.
2: I guess it's, not. It's
1: more potent. It's, it's potent. It's much more
2: potent. Yes, it is. And finally, it's Rice Krispies Treat Day. Actually, I got two more. Rice
1: Krispies Treat
2: Day. Not a fan. Not, not a, a fan? No, no, I love really Rice Krispies Treats, man. Not, really
1: not. I, I like Rice Krispies, but I'm just not a fan of the, the, of oh, the treats. Oh, I love those. Yeah. My mama used yeah. to make those all the time, Nothing against man. them, but, you know, I don't think they're commies or anything, but I just, uh... <laughs> but, but I'm just not a. If fan. you eat Rice Krispie <laughs> treats, you're, you're probably a freaking communist, because that's all they eat—Rice right. Krispies. That's all they let them
2: eat. That's right. Finally, it's hug. Let me see if I get this right. It's hug a greeting card writer's day. Uh. Uh, no, hug a greeting card writer day. Okay. Right. Because we all just know so many greeting card writers. I, was
1: say, I have never met one of them. How am life? I going to
2: hug them all in one
1: day? Yeah, that's right. You know? i got to hug every single one of them. Did you see down in Pensacola this, this shark? I think it's called a Mako shark. You know you know fish better than me, Mako. Do. Better than uh, Mako?
2: Mako. No, it's okay. Mako.
1: All right, so a Mako shark. It looks like the one that chomped Quint in half in a movie. It's big like Migos that.
2: are, yeah, they're, not, they're one or two species below great white.
1: Yeah, and this thing here is next to crocodile. It ha- I was just reading up on it earlier today. Next to crocodiles, it has the, the hardest bite. I don't know how you say that, but, the you know. Oh, the, pounds
2: per inch yeah, or something like that. Yeah,
1: 3,000 pounds per square yeah. inch. Is there That'll flies? kill you. Yeah, <laughs> cut you in half like Quint, you know. you spit blood. Yeah. So this thing was in Pensacola, and it, uh, it beached itself. And, I mean, it's probably, it's 12 feet long. Wow. At, at least 12 That's feet It's a big mango I'm looking at it right yeah. here. And uh, it beached itself, and so these guys, four guys go over to it, and they start grabbing it to get it back into the water. Ouch! And one of the dude's wife is is filming this, and he the shark is now moving around and trying to reach back to where these guys are. And those teeth, man, they are four or five inches long, hanging out of the jaws of right. this, the shark. Well, the guy's finally got it turned. The shark froze in the water, about two feet of water, and just sat there for a minute. And they went over and touched it to see if it was still alive, and then it took off. Wow! So they rescued. Well, the that's shark. great. Isn't that great? Well, you got to be
2: careful putting your hands on a shark well, sure Well, I mean, yeah. their their skin. If you go the wrong, if you go one way on their skin, like lengthwise from the snout down, it feels smooth as silk. You go the opposite way on a shark's skin, it'll cut your skin off. Wow Because open. their skin is so yeah. In the opposite direction, it's all very hard, sharp scales. Yeah. So just putting your hands on one
1: is dicey. Yeah. Let alone they might bite you. Yeah. So good on those guys, man. Yeah, that took some. Cool. That took some cojones. To- and, <laughs> well, and since we're talking fish, we, we got another woman here that's in the news today. She uh, had cooked some tilapia. Mm-hmm. Didn't cook it enough. Yeah. Ended up with a disease called vitafacadevavavavukadi or something like that. I don't. You can't even say it. Right. The, the word <laughs> for the disease. And they had to take her hands and feet off. God. Her hands and feet. I started. heard about that. Did you hear about it? Yes. And they said, man, if you're going to eat tilapia, you better cook it good because this is the kind of thing that happens to you. We had a guy
2: that uh, died from oysters in Texas uh, last, last week because yeah. he got some bad oysters, and he had co- comorbidities. <sighs> you know, he had a compromised immune system, so if you eat a bad oyster with, with a compromised immune system, yeah. bad things are going to happen. This is why my wife is terrified every time I make seafood yeah. at All home. Right. Terrifies
1: her. Yeah, if it doesn't cluck or moo, I'm not going to eat it. But- <laughs> I will.
2: I'll eat all the, I eat all the slimy seafood uh, in place of you. I got your end, <laughs> That's Ray. right. You
1: got me covered on I it. got you covered. More wearing right coming up, KTSA.
2: The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by Steve.
1: It's a brand new week with Wear It right on KTSA. We got a lot of stuff that we've been getting to this morning. You want to throw something at me over the plate? Oh, here?
2: just, uh, you know, uh, uh, the crime, you know, with this the Walmart where the shooting took place yesterday or yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. That's my Walmart. We were there just a couple of hours before. You're kidding me. That's we have. T- it's uh, on that's off Bandera Road, and we have two WalMarts. We have a little Walmart down the street, then we have the big Walmart at the end of uh, Gilbo Street across Bandera, and that's the Walmart with this guy they had chased, I guess, from Bandera, right? And he yeah. ended up in the parking lot shooting at cops. He went into the Walmart and was popping off his weapon. I guess they hit him or something or, or something. It's kind of murky as to you know what actually happened. But that's – yeah, I, I bring it up because yeah. you look at mine. I've lived there now for six years. I've lived in this neighborhood for ten years. Okay. Ten years I've lived in that neighborhood, mm-hmm. Bandera Road, New Gilboa Road. Right. And we never had any shootings prior to maybe within the past two or three years. What's going on? Of any kind. You had crime but nothing like this. And we had a uh, shooting in the parking lot of the little Walmart just down the street a few weeks ago.
1: What's going on over there? I don't know. Yeah,
2: I mean, you're just—I think it's what's going on around the city. You're just seeing more people on the street. You're seeing more crap everywhere. And I, I think uh, it, this is leaching to all four corners of the of, of the city. It's yeah. it's everywhere.
1: I was over there Saturday, as you know, because we had that fundraiser right. in the Lotus for the for the biker thing, and. And uh, which, by the way, Halota's Hel- fairgrounds beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. They beautiful. do a great job there. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So anyway, uh, it's a very busy area. There's a lot of construction going on in 1604 mm. in that area and everything else. That has nothing to do with the crime. I, th- they, the Metro Health, and some other local groups or whatever have been working for five years on a plan to deal with crime. Now this weekend was especially violent weekend in San Antonio. Yeah. Now, we've been having violent times like crazy, but this this weekend was especially violent. And um, they are set to announce what they want to do. And a couple of the things that they are announcing is stuff like they want to have, have peer groups talk to kids about not doing crime. <laughs> um, That'll work. That's they, great. Right. And they want a single clearinghouse where you can go and get all the information that you want to get about what's going on with crime. No, if you want to deal with crime, you indict those SOBs that you have not been. There's about 6,000, Sean. This came out God. while you were off last week. 6,000. There's about 6,000 that the DA is sitting on that he has not indicted. And we're talking about, you know, a few of them for murder, you sure. know. Uh, and they, they, they have no indictments. They much less, you know, it's not like they are out on bail awaiting trial. They haven't even been indicted yet. Uh, and they're out walking the streets. Um, so if you want to deal with it, if you want to deal with crime, lock up the bad guys, mm. execute the ones who commit murder, and keep the rest of them behind bars instead of letting them loose. That's the, that's the issue. The real issue, and they're going to go after guns. They've already said. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody's
2: blaming everybody else.
1: Because, you know, guns. I, I've seen it happen a lot. I don't know if you've ever seen this happen, but I've actually seen guns get up and walk <laughs> out of the gun case by themselves, right, out of the drawer right. in the nightstand by themselves, and shoot and kill people. I've seen, I've seen sure. it. Yeah. So anyway, they're, they're going to blame guns, but they also are like, we want to do these community policing things where we're going to talk to people and tell them it's a really bad thing. You really need to do something else and don't hurt people. No, you lock them up when they hurt somebody else, and you execute those who kill somebody.
2: Well, yeah, and, and those cities, and we're becoming one of them where you're soft on crime. Wow, you get more crime where you're tough on crime, you get less crime. It's kind of a simple little equation, but I don't think any of us really realize just how deep through city government this anti-cop rot, Huge. you know, uh, goes. It really is. Huge. It's it's more. It's around more than you realize.
1: Well. You know, we've talked many times about how San Antonio, I believe, is sitting on the precipice of falling into the abyss of crime like Chicago, right? And so Chicago, this weekend, the, yeah. the new mayor up there, Johnson.
2: No, he's a he's a piece of work.
1: Right. He is a Johnson. So he, <laughs> this, guy, this guy has run out of Chicago because of all the crime up there. Walmarts, Whole Foods, all the grocery stores have packed up and said, we're getting out. We're leaving because yeah. we can't deal with this anymore. So, what is he doing? He's starting a government-run grocery store where the government is going to provide the groceries and have the gr- and run the grocery store for food equity, food equity. So this is the the Democrat playbook is to mismanage their cities on purpose, create this chaos so they can seize more control and bring in their marxism.
2: That's it's the only explanation that makes sense as to why they're for this uh-huh. because it's bad. I mean, they—they really—it's really through every layer of city government. The, you know, I'm not just talking about the—the yeah. uh, the, you know, all cops are racist or the anti-cop stuff, but the CRT stuff, the race stuff, the gender stuff. It's stupid uh, it, it, throughout our, our city governments, and that's why you see ha- what's happening in San Antonio. We're, we're not that much different from Austin. We're we're getting there.
1: Yeah.
2: And again, you're seeing crime, You're seeing violent crime. First off, you're seeing more cops get drawn on. I mean, this situation Saturday night was a guy shooting at cops. So they obviously have no compunction. They have no hesitation whatsoever about drawing down on a cop. And I do blame a lot of this anti-cop stuff, this rhetoric and these policies for that. Because There's they don't, they, they, you know, it used to be you, you didn't shoot a, shoot a cop. You hesitated. It's not saying their lives are more important than anybody else's. But there was a line. there was a, They called it the thin blue line. And that's gone. And the only thing you could point to that's any different are these freaking policies. Right. So, right. yeah, you got people shooting them up uh, in Walmarts on the northwest side. It's, it's uh, all four corners of the city. And the city, the, the city leadership are doing what? They're coming up with ways, what, where you can have people talk to, you know, uh, this, you know I guess de-escalate and, and get some shrinks in there and mm-hmm. some social workers. But along with that is a lot of really vitriolic anti-cop stuff. And when you put a target on the cops' back, guess what? Bad guys
1: are going to shoot at them. That's right. And that's what's going on. This is a direct relation into the BLM movement Absolutely. and what they were doing and our mayor going down and raising his fist and saying he was going to defund police. Well, he knew he couldn't defund police here because the business community would have run him out for re-election. So, right. But he could demoralize police where they leave. And that's exactly that's what he's been doing all along. His plan has been to demoralize police, so new recruits will not show up, right. and the old heads will get out as fast as possible. And that's that's what this mayor said about. And that's it. what's happening. Yeah, that's where we are. So, do, do you change what you're doing? Will you still go to that Walmart? Oh yeah, I mean okay. we'll still you, go. I you're mean, not going to do anything different? No,
2: I mean I the 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 women folk don't go there at night by okay. themselves. <laughs> okay, we we have determined that. Okay. But it's just kind of sad because uh, one, of the, one of the big draws to this neighborhood was low crime. You know, we looked at some other neighborhoods that had high crime numbers, and this one didn't, you know. And uh, it's just been interesting to see what's happened. And I'm talking just over the past couple of years mm-hmm. with more gun violence. We had a, an 18-year-old kid that got capped a few blocks down from me, uh, like maybe a, two years ago. And really it was about two years ago you started seeing more people on the streets. And, you, and, and that particular Walmart... You see more people in the parking lot just oh, wandering right? around. Oh, like, yeah, the, like yeah.
1: homeless type people, just
2: wandering around. Yeah, you see more of that uh, throughout that whole neighborhood. And again, I've lived there for ten years, and this is new. This yeah. is relatively new that you're seeing this stuff. It's
0: not what your about daddy? those teens in Las Vegas?
2: Oh, it ran over the the retired cop. I was
1: going to do that. Oh, God. I was going to do that in a in a segment coming up. So. Let's go ahead and take the break, and we'll we'll talk about that, too. It's Warren Rima here on KTSA, and Alamo Water Softeners for you and your family. I was over there on Saturday morning, and Alamo Water Softeners, though they build the best one on the market. There's no question about that in my mind. I was their first customer in 2009. And right now, for a limited time, when you buy a water softener from Alamo Water Softeners, they're going to give you a free reverse osmosis drinking water system. I love these things. I I have one downstairs, and I'm about to put one upstairs, reverse osmosis. gives you great-tasting, great-looking water. You don't have all those floaties or whatever's in there. They also have advanced technology for filtration systems, too. But when you buy, right now for a limited time, when you buy a brand-new water softener, from Alamo water softeners, they're going to toss in the reverse osmosis system. Uh, those things are several hundred dollars, so that's a, that's a good deal. And they're going to get you a free water analysis, too, so you know exactly what's going on with your water from Alamo Water Softeners. And all you got to do is log on to the website and have one of their whole home specialists come out. You know, they, they are honored to be voted a 2023 neighbor, uh, Nextdoor Neighborhood uh, fave on the Next Door app, and that's because people love them. People love what they do at Alamo Water Softeners, and I know I do. So I'd like for you to get to know them as well. Just log on to the website at alamowatersofteners.com. Sunny at 95 later on today. Right now, 73 at KTSA.
0: Good morning on 35 northbound Thousand Oaks. He
1: said, drip your burrito. He did say drip your burrito. Is that what he said? Okay. That doesn't sound right. This No, party, but it sure doesn't. All right. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to the U.S. Air Force. They're oh, se- yeah. 76 years old today. They were founded uh, on this day in 1947, the U- United States Air Force. So, happy birthday, Air Force. We appreciate you. San Antonio is the number one Air Force uh, city On planet Earth.
2: Yeah, we love the Air Air Force, man. We
1: do. Uh, Let's talk about the Vegas thing real quick here. Um, I talked about it at 5 o'clock this morning. Um, You're not seeing it on mainstream news, and I know why. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, ABC's not running the video. CBS isn't running the video. You're not seeing it anywhere. In fact, people in the news business that I've talked to about this didn't even know that it had happened. But it did, and what we're talking about is a retired uh, police uh, chief uh, living in Vegas with his wife Mm -hmm. and 64 years old, happens to be a 64-year-old white man. That's an important part of the story.
2: Well, it sort of is, yeah.
1: And he's riding his bicycle in the bike lane. He's as far over as you're going to get. He's up against the curb. And here come these two jerks. One, we know the driver is 17, and they refuse to publish his name, but uh, 17, and his companion, uh, who is filming. Now, they're both wearing masks, so it's hard to identify them, but they did catch the 17-year-old. They stole, apparently, this Hyundai, according to police. Now, the police reports that were out early, and we're trying to follow up on this and confirm this before we go crazy on this, but say that there were two black males Um Looking at them, they're light-complected. Comp- so, you know, we're going to keep our powder dry to see for sure, uh, get a confirmation on that before we, we say anything. But the fact that this is not getting any – they ran over him and killed him.
2: Well, and uh, they're laughing about it. They're yeah. they they they're like, hey, go hit that guy. And okay, and they're laughing about it. And they hit him, and I, I guess maybe they thought they were just going to knock him down, but they killed him. They, they hit kill. him. It's a horrible video to watch. Well, they ran over him. They ran over him. Uh, Well, he he went flying through the air and over the top of the car and landed, and he died. He
1: hit the windshield, shattered the windshield, lands on the side of the road. And in the rearview mirror, you can see him struggling to get up. He was wearing an Apple Watch, which showed his wife and his daughter that he had fallen. So they went looking for him, and they are the ones who found him on the side of the road. And he died four hours later at the hospital. Uh, these little jerks—they um, were laughing. They were obviously doing this for social media because they were oh, filming yeah. it. And they, Fil- they wore masks.
2: Morons filmed the whole thing. Yeah, man.
1: and they were like, "Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, okay. Ha ha ha. Here we go!" And they just—and he sped up and bang, hit him. Hit him hard, man. Him. Yeah. 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 Um, if it's true that they are black—if that's—if that happens to be true, even if they're Hispanic, whatever it is. Reverse the races on this and have a white two white dudes run over a black guy or over a Hispanic guy, and you know what the news media would be doing. That would be the
2: number one story right
1: now. All day. Yeah. It yeah. wouldn't be like just rotating stories. They would be devo and, and the cities of America would be on fire. You know that. It right. would be burning under BLM once again if you just reverse the races. But because this is a 64-year-old retired police chief, white dude, there's not a word in the media about it anywhere. Not a word. Well, you know,
2: (laughs) it's kind of like what we're saying about the cops. When you put targets on people's backs, and don't sit there and tell me, not meaning you, but just people listening, that white people aren't the worst people in the world right now. It is a foregone conclusion that white people suck, they're they're inherently racist you hear this stuff all the time that's another thing you're going to hear through every level of city government of, a, a, of any uh, major city in this country that is run by liberal policies you know white people white people white people white people i i i'm sure many of these cases over the past couple of years where somebody gets randomly attacked there probably is a racial quotient you're telling an entire generation of people that it's okay to do whatever you want to to a white guy because they're guilty and they're racist. You can do whatever you want. Beat them up, run them over, hit them upside the head with a baseball bat, shove their asses out onto a subway track. It's all around you. This is, again, one of those things where this you're going to get more of this. Uh, and you're right. The media aren't
1: covering this story. Oh, no, they're at not. All. It's horrible. No, they're not. If, if the races were reversed, you oh, would have yeah. George Stephanopoulos yesterday. His entire show would have been on it. This entire country would be on fire, just like. 2020 when we went through the summer of 2020 and they burned buildings across this country and broke into place we would be going through that all over again two
2: q anon uh caucasians suspected of being MAGA hat wearers and followers of donald trump just ran over a 64 year old black man on a bicycle
1: it would just be tearing this oh, country God. to shreds right but they're not even talking about it right now so again According to the media reports, and that's all we can go by right now, right, the media accounts on this. According to the, the media, the police in Vegas have been saying these guys have records, like they've been stealing cars before. and So when we see this, again, this is what's happening here, these soft yeah. on crime policies where they're just put out, put back out, put back out, put back out. And, oh, uh, this is going to sound harsh. But you try this 17-year-old uh, as a as an adult, and then this they, they've they charged him with murder. You execute him. You, well, again... You, it's got, it, you have to start getting hard on the I people. agree, yeah. but
2: there is a racial factor, yeah. and it's not something that you and I came up with, but this is something we see all the time. I'm sorry. When you have uh, a few dozen black kids running rampant through a city and looting and destroying stuff like they've had in Chicago and you are upset because people called them thugs, right? because people called them criminals, you're making a racial point. You're making it racial. And let's just say it outright. If you're black right now, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You, you can. Because whatever you do, as far as breaking the law or harming somebody else, they'll they'll just say, well, you know... That's what they're saying in Chicago. Well, if they only had food, they wouldn't do this. If they only had better opportunities, they wouldn't do this. If they only didn't have these crummy economic situations, much of which, much of which are, are brought into existence by the very same liberal policies and liberal politicians, it, It's it's free for all. If you're black, do whatever you want, man. Yep. I'm
1: just going to say well, it, do whatever you want. You have to have you you have to start, you have to get away from this nonsense of soft on crime and you have to start locking up the bad bad guys and the ones who commit out and out cold-blooded murder. You have to have the death penalty and and that is your deterrent. And people say, "Well, it's not going to deter anybody else from doing it." Well, it's going to deter him from doing it again. He won't break out of a prison like the guy last week. Oh god. Uh, and run around. So that that's where we are and this is a direct result of soft, on-crime policies that are right here in Bear County, too. Right oh, here. Oh, I agree. And the same scenario could be but played But what's out at right the here.
2: heart of the, uh, the soft, on-crime thing? I, I agree that it's about creating chaos because then government can roll in and That's we got to get this under control. Cease this is powers. a crisis. Seize power. But, you know, they also base it on the whole idea of progressive uh, bonding and progressive sentencing is all based in this race crap. Right. Because black people get arrested unfairly. Black people get attacked by white cops unfairly. What they say you know. is
1: they are victims of a repressive regime. Right. The, right, the system represses them.
2: So, you know, if only these uh, young men had had better opportunities, uh, if they weren't robbed by the white man uh, right. for their opportunities, they wouldn't have done this.
1: Yeah. Quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. Bridgehead IT. Speaking of Vegas, man, Vegas has been held hostage now for what? 10 or 14 days by ransomware hackers who are just, re- I mean, MGM Resorts was taken down. They're, they're back up and operating now, but they were taken down. And some of the other resorts have been affected out there, too, by these hackers. Well, don't let that happen to you. Don't let what's going on in Vegas right now with these resorts who are suffering, they couldn't even lock doors on the hotel room doors uh, last week. Now, they've got a lot of that resolved, but man, it's costing them a ton of money to rebuild all of their systems because they're being held hostage with ransomware somewhere out there. Don't let that happen to you and your business. Get in touch with my friends at Bridgehead IT. They will protect your business from cybersecurity threats. They do it every day. They do a fantastic job of that. And by the way, anything concerning IT, Bridgehead is here to help you. It's your one-stop place. All of it's under one roof for all of your IT services, helping you save money and make more money and protect your business, bridgeheadit.com. This is Mark Sadasky for Mark Sadasky Jewelers. And it's 838 now at KTSA. You got some on your clipboard? You want to toss my way? Well, here's a
2: happy story. You got a big old anniversary coming up. A uh, a professor uh, out of the University of Virginia conducted a study, and this kind of parallels some other studies that have been uh, that have been put out in recent memory. That <laughs> as we see, marriage rates dropping. Younger people are not getting married. Mm-hmm. It interrupts their game, their video game playing, so mm-hmm. they're just not doing it. But this guy says the number one predictor of happiness for men's and women's is a happy marriage. That's right. right statistically, great. people are more happier when they're in a a good marriage, uh, where everybody is supporting everybody, and uh, by and large, uh, the like uh, single women, uh, especially single moms, the happiness quotient is like down to seventeen percent. Single mm-hmm. people in general. Uh, do not track as happily you know now now of course the married people could just be lying so that uh, they don't get into <laughs> a thing with their spouse but i, I think it's true i, I mean, do too. Uh, you I, know, to- I totally I, buy off on it you know I, I i think there are people that uh you know are, are are great single and i know some folks who are i think dudes get to a james this is not i'm not talking about you specifically james but i think people get to a certain age where if they haven't been married or if they didn't work out for them they're just going to embrace sort of their own life, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 people I know in my life who are in happy, good marriages uh, seem to be pretty happy in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the only reason I ever like being alone, I didn't figure this out till relatively recently, the only reason I ever like being alone is because I could drink unabated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could just drink as much as I wanted to, but... I, I was I was single for, you know, about a year and a half in between marriages, and what I found is that after I got off my chest, all the stuff that I wanted to do as a single person was really boring. and
1: It, <laughs> yeah, it got, got
2: really kind of depressing, just yeah. kind of doing for yourself all the time. Well, you know,
1: humans are – we have to have other people. Yeah, we're herding we,
2: creatures. We, we, we are. We
1: have to have other people. And uh, whether that's, you know, you you have a crew that you hang with or – in in a marriage, and I know I've never been alone. Um, Nancy and I met in high school. Got, right, got married right out of high school. Yeah, you did. So yes, you did. I have never been alone, and uh, I don't want to be alone. It's fun honey, for about, honey. I don't want to be alone. <laughs> for me, it was fun for about six months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it got to be not fun. I just, I'm, I'm at a point. And you're, you're right. We're coming up on a 40 year anniversary. I, I, I can't imagine a life without her. Right, I right. Just, uh, wow, you know. And when the kids died, we made a commitment. We were – because a lot of times that will end a marriage. I've seen it happen. And we said, nope, we're not going to do that. We're going to uh, stay together so that we're reunited at some time as as a family. And the government works against marriages. uh, They are right. Yeah, you're right. To this researcher's credit, he pointed that out in his research. And it says so in the story, you know. Uh, Federal-level policymakers have established tax and safety net benefits over the last six decades that frequently punish marriage, especially for the working class and the poor. Programs like Medicaid and the earned income tax credit, for instance, penalize couples with kids if they marry. The government must stop making marriage a bad financial bet for low-income families. He's absolutely right. We've seen that happen over and over again. It used to be back in the day uh, w- when you had a married couple in low income who were on some sort of government assistance that the old man would have to go hide out before mama could collect the, the paycheck. They could never talk about them being married right. or whatever. He'd have to go hide so she could get the, the money. Uh, th- the government has, has tricked it and rigged it that way. To discourage marriage, which is a horrible thing because, it, you know, research after research after research shows that not only are people in marriages, good marriages, very happy, but also kiddos, you know, a well-adjusted family of a man and a woman married, and then the kids, it works out great, and the research shows it over and over Well, again. yeah,
2: your, your kid is always going to be a happier kid if they've got two parents, two loving parents at home or, you know, in the, in the situation. We know this. I mean, this is study after study after study of going all the way back to the 70s when divorce really became kind of an accepted thing. Yeah, it, the, the, yeah it's, it's tough on a kid. So it, all the things that you and I grew up with thinking were good and admirable are now bad and evil and, <laughs> you know, marriage is horrible and it depresses women. I, I, I love hearing how women are oppressed in marriage, but then in any other regard, they don't even want to freaking define what a woman is it's amazing
1: he said something in the research about uh, it being a a lifelong commitment or something as well and i was just looking for it here and i, I think that's right too that uh making that commitment to each other is an important component and uh, and part of it, and I, I think oh, that's. Yeah. True. I mean, all, all the way around, it's just. Uh, it, it, and that's not to say that people who are single are not well adjusted and are oh, not no. happy. I know lots of
2: very well adjusted yes. single people,
1: or mamas who raise kids by themselves, or daddies who raise kids by themselves. Oh, that the hard. kids are not uh, well adjusted and good kids. I personally know of kiddos who are fantastic human beings. I saw one of them with his kids. On Saturday, and uh, she raised him basically by herself. The mama did, right? So, I mean, it can happen. It it, it, it definitely does. Oh yeah, but this
2: just shows preponderance of yeah. evidence is that people in good marriages tend to be happy. Or re- they say they're happier. Right. They're reporting that they're happy. Right,
1: right, right, right. And they look
2: at it through economic, through an economic lens, through a yeah. social lens, through personal gratification lens, sexuality, all that stuff. Yeah. And people just tend to be happier. And I know I am in good marriages. I can't be alone. I wouldn't know what to do. I, I don't really like it don't don't anymore. Know what do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to like it a lot, but not
1: anymore. So Elaine has a thing for Travis Kelsey, who plays in the NFL. He plays for the Chiefs. By the way, the Cowboys. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. The uh, Cowboys had another great game yesterday. But, oh, uh, did they? I'm sorry, I missed uh, that. 31 to 10, or 30 to 10, 31 or 30, uh, 30, 30 to 10 I had a thing
0: for Travis. You had a like thing.
1: Him. Well, let's let's talk about that for just a minute because this is an important story we we the, it, it is the important story of the day we know <laughs> apparently, Travis has been seeing a very famous singer Travis Kelsey is a wide receiver for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and uh he has been hanging out with one known as Taylor Swift, apparently. Now, as not everybody? Yeah, well, see, th- that's the deal. Uh, Elaine, I think I dated no, her for a while. I'm not mad about
0: that. Elaine I mean, had a thing. Fine, but he was making friendship bracelets for her.
1: Yeah. 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 And yeah. so during yeah. the game on Sunday, yesterday, he caught a touchdown pass. Go ahead, uh, Jimmy, <laughs> let's run. Cut number one. And this is the announcer, I think it was CBS, <laughs> as Travis Kelsey caught a touchdown pass. Low snap.
2: Mahomes moving pocket. Mahomes floats it up, caught! Touchdown, Travis Kelsey! Kelsey finds a blank
0: space for the score.
1: You get it? You got it. I didn't get it. She gets it. Go ahead. Say Say it. You one found- of her
0: songs is a "Blank Space." That's yeah. right.
1: <laughs> oh, My daughter God. would have nailed that. Uh-huh. That's the biggest. Oh, yeah. That's one of her biggest songs. Is "Blank yeah. Space."
2: I did not know that. And
1: so, wow. That, yeah. So that's why he said Kelsey found a blank space to catch that pass. Well, if you want your
2: chapter in history, all you got to do is break up with her and uh, you know get a <laughs> yeah, song. Like a get, an we'll get an album you. named it's after you. Get an
1: album named after you. We'll even mantis. get a song. She'll eat him. I'm, I'm not She'll a, eat him. I'm yeah. not a fan, but she is the biggest thing in music worldwide. She's
2: actually, I mean, I, we listen to her. My wife's a big fan. We listen to her new yeah. song over the weekend. It's pretty good. I yeah. like her
0: music. I like she
2: does really stuff. good music. She's, it's not horrible music. But
0: it just doesn't end well for the men.
2: No. So, Hence
0: why I call her the Praying mantis.
2: The praying mantis. <laughs> this she's is skinny too. Uh, yeah.
1: This is oh how big God. she is. Uh, the Exorcist, the new Exorcist movie, <clears throat> was scheduled to come out on the 13th of October, but Taylor now, because her concerts are sold out and nobody can get tickets, and they're paying like five or six grand a ticket. Oh God! And you can't get in. Now she's moving her concert series, Jimmy, into theaters. I'm telling you, this is the future of concerts. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, it yeah. is. Well, you it is the, 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 the future of theater concerts. You go watch your concerts. Yes. You go to a movie theater in the A.C. You, it, they bring the drinks and the popcorn and stuff to you in your seat. You can pick your seat and watch on a giant screen with outstanding sound these concerts. Jimmy, that's how you do it at home. You, you, you buy it at home and watch. So. Exorcist, the 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 all new exorcist and it looks frightening as the looks old one. Horrible. Yeah, I know the yes. trailers. But the wow. all new exorcist was scheduled to uh, premiere on the 13th, but Taylor is launching her concert series in theater movie theaters on the 13th. So, all the premieres that we're going to have on the 13th have moved up. And Exorcist is one of them. Think That's about how thing that is. Stinking powerful, exactly. In, in, in entertainment, that point. you can
2: you can do something like that. You
1: can adjust the entire movie industry. The
2: whole industry revolves around you, exactly. basically. Exactly, exactly. Right. Wow. It's Depressing. It is kind of depressing. Why is it depressing? Why is that depressing? It is depressing. Why? Let's just say that music is um, it's not on the rise. You mean quality wise? Yeah.
1: Oh well, I agree with that. Oh, exactly
2: yeah. what
0: I mean. Yeah, you can't be there physically. And what about the merchandise? How are they going to oh, sell they'll that?
1: sell the merch. You bet they buy like the merch. No, you can ship that. But,
0: you know, yeah.
2: I understand the whole point of because I'm not a big concert. i got to really want to see somebody to want to go to a concert. Me, too. I'm the same yeah. way. You Likewise. know, and, and part of it is, you know, when I went to see Elton John, he was just a little gnat way the way the hell down there. Yeah. But I was there.
1: He's there. He's right, right. over
2: there so i think it's kind of sad because i think you're right people will start just watching it on big screens and right. it's just not
1: quite the same experience well but that's what i do when i go to concerts too like you just i just watch the big screen yes yes when uh, when we saw bubelay this year over at the at&t first of all the sound in the at&t is awful i don't i don't like it at all yeah. but secondly you look up on the screen, and that's where you see—that's where you can see him. Because you're right; he's just a little bitty thing. He's an ant down there dancing. But around. If, it
2: inquir- if it requires my ass to go downtown to see him, I, I just—I yeah. I
1: guess I'd rather watch it on the screen, right?
0: And for those that couldn't afford a Taylor Swift ticket. Right, which is most people. A lot of <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A lot of little girls. Well, that's, that's what
1: I said at the beginning, is that yeah. they're paying five or six grand a ticket. Oh, yeah. And you can't get them. They're completely sold out. So as far as she's concerned, she's making money for the live... Performance sure. and now theaters across the country will be simulcasting. She's going to
2: overtake Musk at some point as being one of the richest creatures you, on You know that's Earth, right. You know what I mean, you know that's at right. At some point, it'll be her. You
1: know that, <laughs> I, and she'll have Travis Kelsey. I'm so Kelsey. sorry. Oh God! Back in a minute. More Waring Rhymer coming up. ktsa
0: Well, the summer has been intense to say the least, and your home's AC unit has been getting quite a workout in the last few months maybe it's not keeping you as cool as you'd like to be or operating as efficiently as your bank account needs it to be. Might be time for an update. Hey, it's Don Morgan. Want to talk to you a little bit about Woods Comfort Systems, where right now they've got some great specials going on to get you in with a new AC system for your home. It's up to $3,700 in rebates and tax credits. Also, a free smart thermostat, free 12-year parts and labor warranty, and they've got a free Merv 11 media filter as well. Then they'll throw in a free Solaris indoor air quality package. The special is not going to last long, so call them today at 512-842-5066. They'll send over one of their home comfort advisors and get you all set up with up to $3,700 in rebates and tax credits. They'll toss in the free smart thermostat, free 12-year parts and labor warranty, free Merv 11 media filter, and a free Solaris indoor air quality package. Woods Comfort Systems, get in touch with them today, 512 512- or visit woodscomfortsystems.com
2: hey you know I'm not exaggerating when I say this